I'm covering how to ensure your business, your team, and you yourself are set up to have a wildly successful 2024. Join the slow fashion revolution with Recloseted Radio. As the number one podcast for fashion entrepreneurs with a conscience, we're here to help you reach new heights. I'm your host, Selena Ho, the founder and CEO of Recloseted, and I'm on a mission to share my insider knowledge and strategies for launching a successful sustainable brand, growing your existing slow fashion business, and making your brand more environmentally friendly. I also invite industry experts to share their stories and insights too. So subscribe and let's get to work on transforming the harmful fashion industry. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you had a lovely holiday season to relax, spend some time with loved ones, and also potentially think deeply and strategically about your business. I cannot believe we're already in 2024. That is crazy. I got a lot of positive feedback about our last two episodes around how to prepare for 2024 and also my CEO confessions where I shared the 23 lessons I learned last year in 2023. If you haven't already listened to those episodes, I would listen to this one first and then go back and listen to those two because we got a lot of DMs and emails. Thank you so much if you reached out. It honestly makes my day because as you know, we provide all of this content for free. Myself and our team works really hard on them. So whenever you send us messages around what you liked, what you learned, it always makes our day, if not our week or month. So thank you if you reached out. In this episode, I'm going to cover 10 tips to ensure you get off on the right foot in 2024. And before we dive in, I wanted to share something really exciting. If you finally want to make 2024 the year you launch your fashion brand and make your dreams a reality, I created a exciting new free training for you. This is something I worked hard on over the holidays because I asked our audience on Instagram and also in our free TSF community just around resources that you guys were looking for and what you wanted support on. And overwhelmingly, a lot of folks wanted more resources around how much money you need to start a fashion brand and how to get that funding. That's exactly what this new free training is. I am so excited. And I am sharing three secrets in this training. The first one is how much money you need to launch a successful, sustainable fashion brand. You will get a spreadsheet and I walk you step by step through every single line item that you should be investing in, how much it may cost. Just so there's transparency around that, because I know sometimes you can feel like starting a brand might take like hundreds of thousands of dollars and it doesn't. You just need to be smart about it. So I outline all of that. The second secret I'm sharing is what you should spend your limited budget on to maximize your returns. What's worth spending money on, what's not, when you should spend your money, things like that so that you can make it work. And then last but not least, I talk about how to get funding you need so that you can launch your brand. We cover how much you need, what to spend your money on, and how to get that funding. This training is for you if you are overwhelmed and anxious about all the costs it takes to start and build a fashion brand. This will also be helpful if you're not sure how to best spend your limited budget to maximize your return on investment. This will also really help if you have no idea how to get funding to turn your dream fashion brand into a reality. If you're also just afraid to self-fund your fashion line because you're worried about making zero dollars and just losing your life savings, then this is also going to be really helpful. And last but not least, this is really for people that haven't launched their brand yet. They have this idea of doing it, but the cost piece is kind of holding them back. If this is you, you're going to want to take this training. 
I guarantee it's going to be worth your time. You literally just need to sit down for an hour, watch the video, and then work on your spreadsheet that I'm going to give you. This is going to be such a game changer, and I know it's going to be really helpful for you, but I'm also going to incentivize you. I guarantee this is going to be worth your time, but I want to reward action takers. So once you go through the training, it should take you, again, about an hour, you will find out how you can access a special goodie bag that includes a recloseted radio podcast interview. You will be interviewed by me on the podcast that you're listening to right now. You will also get our worldwide vetted database of mills and manufacturers. And then you will also get our complete idea to launch checklist. There's over $5,500 of value in this goodie bag. Once you go through the training, I will let you know how you can access and get your hands on this goodie bag. But like I mentioned, it'll just be an hour of your time. I think it'll be really, really helpful for you to just sit down and know how much it's going to cost. Because if you want to launch a brand, I know the financial piece can be really stressful. I wanted to eliminate that. There's no more excuses for you not to pursue your dream. I'm really excited for you to go through the training and you can access it at recloseded.com slash budget. And the link will be in the show notes for you. I recommend you listen to this podcast episode and then just block off the hour after this to do it or block it off like on a Sunday afternoon or whenever you have time, but put it in your calendar because it is going to be worth your time. And I'm really excited for you to figure out your financials and stop avoiding it. Now let's dive into how you can set your business, yourself and your team up for success this year. Let's start with your business. My first tip is to finalize your goals if you haven't already. I talked a little bit about this in episode 193 where I mentioned how you can prepare for 2024. It's all good if you didn't listen to that episode. You can still go back and listen to it and then just do everything I talked about in that episode now. It's always better to do it now rather than never. And if you've already broken down your goals, then make sure you set up a system to help you keep track towards the progress of your goals. Because don't forget, you can have your financial goal, you can have your, you know, special number goal, special project goal. But once you have that set, you also want to make sure you have an action plan to achieve it. Break it down into quarterly projects and milestones, which is actually my second tip. Good segue. Because, you know, again, if you don't have a roadmap to get to your goals, you aren't going to achieve it. Make sure you break it down every single quarter. What does it look like to work towards this goal? And then after that, every single month, what do you need to do every single week, every single day? What targets do you need to hit to get there? Really work backwards so that you know exactly what it takes to help achieve those goals that you have set out. And then my third tip, I talked about it a little bit in the CEO Confessions episode where I talked about my 23 lessons, but you want to commit to focusing on business driving activities. I will repeat, commit to business driving activities. What I mean by that is you need to be really, really, really strict on yourself and make sure everything you do moves the needle in your business. We are not going to waste time this year. We are not just going to work for the sake of working this year with no purpose. We want to make sure everything is going to move the needle. There's actually five buckets I want you to think about constantly. First and foremost, we're going to put sales up there. Sales is so important. You want to make sure you're always driving revenue in the business. I talked about this in our CEO Confessions episode, so the last episode, but I definitely did not focus as much as I should have on sales last year. And as a result, our sales weren't where I wanted them to be. We want to make sure everyone's business is hitting their revenue and profit targets. You got to focus on your sales 
and you need to make sure you're always working on it. You're always fine-tuning your sales skills. You're always thinking about how you can bring more revenue into the business. That should always be a priority and a focus. The second bucket you want to think about always is your product. You always want to figure out how you can make it better, get feedback, really take that customer-first approach that I always talk about on this podcast. But your product is quite literally how you make money. You want to make sure it's continuously getting better and you're always tweaking and improving it. Next, you want to focus on your marketing. You want to continuously build your brand, build your awareness, get enough traffic to your business. But notice how marketing isn't as big of a priority as sales because at the end of the day, you still want to make sure that you are making revenue and you're profitable. But you also simultaneously need to make sure you're also driving traffic and building awareness for the business. Marketing and sales definitely go hand in hand, but if you have to pick between the two, just make sure that you are always trying to sell and always trying to make revenue as well. But marketing, of course, is still a priority, so it's definitely on the list. And then finances is the next bucket you really want to keep an eye on. When you're first starting out, I know that you're not going to have a huge amount of finances to look at. You're definitely going to have expenses and then revenue. And then you want to make sure you're hitting your targets and you want to make sure you're forecasting and doing all those things. But you should never be in a situation where you have no idea how much money you've made. You have no idea what your expenses are at and you have no idea what your profit is at. You want to make sure you're checking it at the bare minimum every single week. I would love you to get a place where every single morning you kind of wake up and you look at your targets. So your sales targets, your marketing targets, and then of course your financials. But until then, at least make it something that you do on Fridays. You can literally pause this episode right now and just block off that time. But it is really important to know your numbers and not stick your head in the sand. Last but not least, focus on your team. Really make sure that everyone knows what they're doing. Everyone has a really solid grasp of how they're moving the needle in the business. And also make sure your culture is good. Those are the five business driving buckets or activities that I really think you should focus on. And anything outside of that is noise and you don't want to get distracted. Again, make sure you're focusing on your sales, improving and continuously tweaking your product, your marketing, your finances and your numbers, as well as your team if applicable. And then my last tip under the how to set your business up for success section is have a system that sets you and your team, if you have one, up for success. You want to make sure there's just processes for everything so nothing slips or falls through the cracks. What are you using to communicate with each other? What are you using to note down all the tasks and deadlines? What are you using to be organized? How do you collaborate? Really think through what that looks like. I've talked a little bit about what we use at Recloseted, but I don't mind breaking it down again. We use a combination of Google Docs and Google Spreadsheets because I just find that's best for collaboration for a remote team. And then we also have Notion, and Notion has a lot of our SOPs. We house all of our content and marketing in Notion. We organize the podcast and our YouTube channel in Notion. Everything goes in there. And then for our projects and our tasks and our deadlines, we leverage ClickUp. And ClickUp's a really good project management tool. We like it. I mean, there's others out there. Figure out what's going to work for you. If you want to try ClickUp and Notion, we have links down below in the show notes that will allow you to try it out for free and you can test it out. But no matter what you use, it's really important to figure out what you're looking for, what you need the system to do, and then stick with it. That's really important. I think sometimes when you're a solopreneur, you can kind of just jot things down on pieces of paper or in your notebook. But once you start to bring on contractors and team members, 
they need to know these things. And so you cannot just continue to jot down chicken scratch notes in your notebook. You need to be able to collaborate. Set up the tools so that you and your team are set up for success. Okay, so now that we've talked about how to set your business up for success this year, let's talk about how we set you up for success this year as well. I have said this before and I will say it again. Your business can only go as far as you. You want to make sure that you're not the bottleneck of your business. You need to continuously uplevel your skills and get better. Tip five under this section is to constantly be working on your development. Really identify what are your gaps as an entrepreneur that are preventing you from taking your business to the next level. You can go back to the business driving activities that I just listed off, which are again, sales, product, marketing, finances, and team. But under these buckets, which one do you think is suffering the most? And as a result, what skills are you potentially lacking? You really want to identify these things. And if you feel like sometimes the self-awareness isn't necessarily there because maybe you don't know what you don't know, then you can ask mentors what they think, or you could even ask team members if you have any, what they think. Really be open to improvement because like I mentioned, you can only take your business as far as you can. You want to make sure you're always getting better. Once you've identified what skills you need to really improve, whether it's sales or marketing or finances or leadership, then you need to list down every single thing you want to work on and try to find a mentor or a course or a program or just something that you can invest in so that you can start to learn more and really implement what you need to implement so that you can get to the next level, but also so that your business can get to the next level as well. And then tip number six is to constantly work on your mindset. Your mindset is really important because subconsciously or even consciously, we can self-sabotage ourselves. We can prevent ourselves from being successful. This could show up as like you procrastinating on reaching your goals. This could show up as you not posting on social media because you feel shy about talking about it because something's going on. There's so many different ways this can show up. And again, you want to take inventory of it. You want to think about anything mindset-wise that's holding you back or lately you've been talking to yourself about. You really want to make sure you're getting ahead of this. And I think with the mindset thing, the scary thing is that a lot of it can be subconscious. So sometimes we're not even aware of things we're doing, which is scary. I'm not a mindset coach or an expert or anything like that, but a book that has really helped me and I have talked about it before is called The Mountain Is You. I have gotten all of our clients to read it. Our team has read it. And everyone that's read it has always said it's so great. And I tell everyone about it. I tell my friends about it too. Please read it if you haven't already. I think it's like 15 or $20. The author, Brianna Weist, is so wise. And this is like my favorite book she's written. And I've personally now read it four times and every single time I get something different out of it because I think every single time you're in a different stage of life. So something will resonate with you differently. I highly recommend you work through that book and work on your mindset because it is really, really important. And now to round out the episode, let's talk about how you can set your team up for success. If you don't have a team yet, that's fine. I think it's still really important for you to listen to this because you yourself are your entire team. So you want to think through this. But also, if you're thinking of hiring this year, whether it's like a part-time social media intern or a video editor, whatever it is, I think it's important that you listen to this as well so that you're set up for success. Tip seven is to fully understand what good looks like for their role. I think when you first hire someone, there's definitely a need because why else would you hire them? 
right? You either are burnt out or there's something that you are not getting to do or there's things that you are doing but you don't want to do anymore because you're better doing something else and your time is valuable. I think when you first hire someone, it's fine. And then as time goes on, they likely start to wear a lot of different hats and then all of a sudden they're doing a bunch of different stuff and what success or good looks like in the role starts to get a little bit fuzzy. I think it's important at the beginning of every single year to rehash what good looks like and have that really candid discussion with a person so that you're on the same page because you want to really make sure that their career goals are also aligned with what the business needs and you're just on the same page around what good and success looks like. And that's a good segue into tip eight, which is to relook at your org chart and your job descriptions. At the beginning of every year and also in the middle of every single year, I like to relook at our org charts, who's doing what, who reports to who, what's going on, and then also update everyone's job description. I know that when someone first applies for a job, you obviously have a job description, but as their role changes and as stuff moves onto their plate or as stuff goes off their plate, you just want to make sure that you and also your team member know what's going on. I like to have an updated JD just so that they can look at it and everyone knows what their roles and responsibilities are. If you do have a team, I think it's a good time just to relook at everything and just see if everything's efficient, see if everyone's playing to their strengths, see if things need to be shuffled around or things just need to be communicated. And then tip nine is to have really clear key performance indicators and also progress reports set up. For this year, something I am doing is setting up the spreadsheet for our team. And we have all of our sales KPIs, our marketing KPIs, and then individually what everyone's doing to contribute to these KPIs. And that way, every single person knows exactly how they're contributing to the company. And then you want to make sure that you're looking at this at least on a monthly basis. So have a conversation, set those meetings up, and then quarterly talk about like, you know, career development, things like that. And at the end of the year, have a really big discussion as well. But it's really important to have these talks because that way you know and your team member knows like what's going well, what isn't going well, what needs to change, what needs to improve, all that stuff. And you don't just have to wait until there's an issue. And then tip number 10 is to always talk about career development. I talked about this a little bit in the CEO Confessions episode I did, which was the last episode. But basically, you want to make sure that your team member enjoys what they're doing and they can see career growth. That is when someone stays with the company. I think it's really important that you're constantly trying to nurture and mentor and lead from a place of inspiration. And this is a really helpful skill set for you as an entrepreneur and leader to have as well. Always think about career development and really make your business a place where people can grow and nurture their careers. There you have it. That is 10 tips on how you can set your business up for success this year. And it's not just your business. It's also you as an entrepreneur and also your team if you have one or you're thinking of starting one. I hope that this was helpful for you. As I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, I have a brand new free training that I worked on over the holidays that I am so excited about, but I cover exactly how much money you need to launch a successful sustainable fashion brand and how to get that funding. Make sure you sit your butt down. It'll take probably an hour, but you can probably get through it faster than that, but it's going to be such a good investment of your time. I guarantee it. I don't take your time lightly. But you can access it right now and do it literally right now at recloseted.com slash budget. The link will be in the show notes for you. 
Then after you go through that training, you will learn how to get access to that goodie bag I was talking about. But also, if you haven't listened to the last two episodes, I would highly recommend you do so because I outlined the 23 big learnings and mistakes from last year, which hopefully will be helpful to you and prevent you from making those mistakes. And then if you haven't listened to my How to Prepare for 2024 episode, highly recommend you do that as well. We have some really exciting and big plans for the podcast this year. So thank you again for listening. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe because you won't want to miss a single episode. We already have all the episodes for this year lined up and I'm really excited to be back and I will chat with you next week. And that's a wrap on this episode. If you got value from this, I would appreciate it if you could take a screenshot, post it to your Instagram story and tag us at Recloseted. Be sure to subscribe to the Recloseted Radio podcast on your favorite platform so you never miss an episode and you have access to all of our valuable resources. And if you're feeling generous, please rate our podcast five stars and leave us a glowing review. I'm cheering you on and together, let's transform the harmful fashion industry.